it's like it's a good life you know it's fine it works for them it works for them and then there's this other person that really just tried to change their life didn't make the easy choices or didn't make the easier choices and maybe ends up worse off whatever that means Mm -hmm. can we objectively say that well you know that other person in the end it worked out for them yeah they were better off they were better off i don't know (laughs) like i don't know so much of that would have to do with that person's mindset of it all right if you took two people gave both of them the same exact thing to go after Mm -hmm. both of them go after it and both of them fail they're each gonna have very different feelings about that Mm -hmm. based on their mindset their experiences what they believe about success what they believe about failure right Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Hi Kate. Nicole. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Well, your energy is piping up. We're on to our second episode of the day. I think I'm awake after our philosophical debate, well, debate, discussion. Oh, yeah. If you haven't listened to the last episode on does everything happen for a reason, head back. Head back. (laughs) It was a doozy. No, that was great. I love having these conversations. I do, too. That's what this podcast is all about, right? Yes. (laughs) And now we have another great topic lined up. Today's topic is all about failure and answering the question of whether you're better off believing you could have done something or actually trying that thing and failing, Mm -hmm. which is such an interesting topic. Yes. And this one that you brought up just this past week because you had a recent conversation with Omar about this. He was on YouTube. He was watching a trailer. Uh, he's he's a big Rocky fan, big Sylvester Stallone fan, the whole story uh-huh. of, of Sylvester Stallone. It's, it's a real underdog story. Oh, gut-wrenching, but, you know, optimistic, inspirational. So he caught this um, trailer for his documentary. There's a documentary coming out. And in in the trailer, Sylvester Stallone asks the question, like, is it better to live under that illusion of, I could have made it, I could have been that person, I could have done that. You know, you hear people saying that, oh, I could have been that, I could have done that. Yeah. Or is it better to try and then fail? And so... he had seen the trailer and he said, I want to ask you this question. This is really interesting. And similar to like, you know, it's, it's the morning and having a philosophical discussion. This was in the late evening. I'm like, huh, okay. Don't know if I'm ready to have this conversation, but that is a really <laughs> interesting idea to, to discuss. So we had maybe like a 10, 15 minute back and forth on this question. And it was very thought provoking. Like I was thinking about it for days yeah. after. So that's why I suggested that we hash it out as well, because... 
it's a good one. It's definitely not a question that I've ever heard posed before, mm. or I've never thought about that. <laughs> so it is a great question. Gets you thinking in a way that you haven't before, right? Right. Well, I'm excited to hear about your and Omar's conversation, but first we'll dive into our thoughts on it and then we'll circle back to that. Um, but when, when I was writing the outline for this episode, and, and I believe you had mentioned it as well, we actually discussed failure in episode 20. So really taking it back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> Uh, that episode was titled Failure, Is It the Way to Success? And I thought it'd be interesting to just kind of revisit some of the things that we talked about in that episode, because it's one, so related to this topic. And two, I think it's kind of one side of it, right? It's how we feel about failure, but it's not necessarily how we feel about whether you should try things regardless, or if it's better to just not try them and say like, oh, yeah, I could do that and kind of have that. I don't know, I guess it's a little bit of a false sense of confidence, huh? <laughs> or yeah, it could be a false encouragement. A false sense of confidence is a good way to put it. Unrealized potential, maybe. It could be a way yeah. of expressing your... I mean, I just think, oh, oh, I don't want to go off on this tangent now, but mm -hmm. it, it just, it also reminds me of the topic of regret because I think about like, if you really believe that you could do something and like, oh, I could have done that, but you don't do it. I don't know. It just seems like there's so much regret in that. I think so. I think it brings, it brings that into it as well. This is why like different to the, just the contemplation of failure and what does it mean to fail? And is there such a thing as failure? Does you know, is it a way to succeed of reframing all, all of those things? This way of looking at it presents the other side of, like you said, mm -hmm. false sense of confidence or a real belief in oneself, mm -hmm. unrealized potential, regrets. There's all these other things that come into it as well. So, yeah. Well, when I was listening back to our episode on failure, what stood out to me is that in that episode, of course, because we were talking about failure, we were talking about the things that we had tried and failed at. And how we've been able to reframe those things, how as we've matured, become entrepreneurs, have a little more perspective on life, that those failures have really actually ended up meaning a lot to us. They've either shaped in some way, shape or form our beliefs, or they've helped us get to where we are, or they've helped us grow and learn so what's the other side of that let's and we can probably come back to that but if somebody doesn't try if somebody lives under that illusion as, as Stallone puts it in the trailer if someone lives under the illusion of I could have done that are they better off is that is that you know is that kind of the question like are they better off in some ways than the person who goes through you know tries all these things we can think of exa many examples Maybe, yeah, doesn't succeed in the end. Who's better off? Oh, well, I think I know my answer, but <laughs> might be too early in our conversation okay. to reveal it because uh, I could change my mind. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. When I think, I, I think that a lot of it depends on kind of where we're at in life and our perspective on life. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to a lot of our thoughts in that episode 20 is that, 
our opinions about failure and how we view it have changed so much Mm -hmm. over the years. When we were younger, you know, failure was such a hard hitting, it would follow us around. Um, We were really ashamed by it. And we kind of had this thought that failure was such a bad thing. Yes. But as we've grown older and had more experiences and become entrepreneurs, then we've kind of shaped this new definition of failure. And it's really not such a bad thing anymore. It's almost viewed as a good thing that you're trying something and mm-hmm. and realizing that something doesn't work only brings you closer to something that can work. So mm-hmm. it can really play in your favor in that way. So I don't know, I guess... Not to mention all the personal growth, the personal, the byproducts of trying things out, taking action, whether it's, you know, building resilience. That's one of them. That's a big one, right? (laughs) If you don't really, let's just sit with that one because that's a good one. If you can build more resilience, it's always a good thing, right? Okay. So I want to know, like, how did your conversation with Omar start out? Like, was he absolute about one way or the other? Did you guys really like talk it out? and change your mind by the end of the conversation kind of give us a little fly on the wall from what I remember now is that we did talk it out from the perspective of trying to see both sides like try to be that person who thinks who doesn't try who doesn't take the risk who doesn't take a chance doesn't take action and sits on on the side of oh you know I could have done that but I could have been really great at that thing whether it's a sport a skill there is somehow maybe a little bit of ignorance is bliss in that where you think, okay, maybe that person isn't so, isn't so worse off. Right. So we were arguing, okay, is there some, you know, merit to, to being that person? But then of, of course, and I know this might reveal the answer, like you were saying before, you know, where we ended up is that what happens when you, when you don't try, you're missing out on so much. So how can you not be better off? Even if you quote unquote fail, you don't make it, whatever it is, of course, you're going to be better off, right? It's this, of course, then you go back to the other person. But what if at the end, like you look at these, say you take two imaginary people and you you imagine a timeline from one point to the end of their life. Is there objectively one person that is better off? Because they didn't try, they didn't go for the hard things, they they didn't take action. Is that person objectively possibly better off than the person who just kept going, persevered, you know, hit wall after wall after wall? And I was, I think, trying to imagine as we were kind of, yeah. you know, arguing that. Yeah. So it's interesting that you kind of, you brought up like a sports analogy to it. And that kind of makes me think that this isn't like in a vacuum, right? I mean, it almost can't really be like an all or nothing scenario mm. because if you are going to try at, say, becoming a great softball player, You really have to dedicate yourself to that. And in dedicating yourself to that, you take up, you know, X amount of time and energy and effort and all these things. So maybe if you think that you can also become a great basketball player, one of those you go all in because you're going to dedicate yourself to it. You're going to do it. So maybe besides splitting your time and not being great at either of them, 
you hold in your mind like, oh, I could be a great basketball mm-hmm. player, but I'm focused on softball and I'm going to go all in on this and this is going to be great. And maybe you fail and you don't become a great softball player, but you can still hold in your mind I could be a great basketball player. I just can't do both, right? Mm. Maybe there are certain things that you do hold in your mind, like, oh, I could be great at that. I'm not doing it, not necessarily because I'm afraid of failing, but because I just can't do everything. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if it was my morning brain, if I was following, but I am (laughs) following you, and that's a good Or if I'm just not making sense. No, 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 no. You are making sense i see what you're saying but then i think what's the point of thinking like that Mm. what's the point if you're splitting your time so maybe this is the question no it does make sense what you said what's the point if you're splitting your time say between softball and basketball oh i could have been great at that is there any benefit i suppose to that person to to thinking like that yeah, as opposed to just saying, like, forget basketball. Yeah. Like, I want to play softball and I'm going to be great at it. Yeah. And committing hard to that. Mm-hmm. I could be with anything. Maybe you want to try writing and you decide to start blogging and then you stop, you quit for whatever reason and you say, well, I could have been great if I'd continued. Mm-hmm. Is there a benefit to thinking that way or just re- I accepting guess if like. You're gonna quit, <laughs> I mean, just, if you're going to quit either way. You might as well believe that you could have done it. So you think there is a benefit. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I'm asking. That's a really good, that's a really good question. Well, that's a good example because in that example, the person did try it, but why are they quitting? I guess is the question. (laughs) Are they quitting because they failed or are they (laughs) quitting because they just don't want to do it anymore? (laughs) Right. And then there's a bit of a delusion of oh well right. I just I just I just quit because I don't have the time but I could have been great. Ooh. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. How many different stories are you telling yourself? Oh gosh. I don't know. I mean for me, like uh, I at this point I just have to come out and say it because I can't <laughs> dance around it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like you gotta try it and fit like you have to go all in. And if you fail to back to our episode on failure and even what we've said in this episode, you're going to learn so much from that. It's only going to be of benefit if you try it and you fail, because if you don't try it, all I can think about is, is there a benefit to you building up a false sense of confidence? Well, I I don't really think so, because to me, that just is going to equate to regret because I'm never really going to know. Right. I'm. I'm with you. I'm not going to dance around it either. We all landed (laughs) on, and I'm sure when the documentary comes out in November that we're going to be siding with Stallone and it's going to be, of course, you should try. Of course, it's better to try and quote unquote fail, whatever that definition is. But I kept coming back to objectively these two imaginary people Let's say one person doesn't make the hard choices in life, follows what I sometimes like to call the path of least resistance, just makes the easier choices and ends up at a point, maybe they're comfortable in life. Like they've got nothing to really complain about. It might not be this, you know, Times article, you know, personality, but it's like, it's a good life, you know, it's fine. It works for them. It works for them. And then there's this other person that really just 
tried to change their life, didn't make the easy choices or didn't make the easier choices and maybe ends up worse off, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. Can we objectively say that, well, you know, that other person in the end, it worked out for them. Yeah, they were better off. They were better off. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know. So much of that would have to do with that person's mindset of it all, right? Because you can have, if you took two people, gave both of them the same exact thing to go after, Mm -hmm. both of them go after it, and both of them fail, they're each going to have very different feelings about that Mm -hmm. based on their mindset, their experiences, what they believe about success, what they believe about failure, right? It could totally crush one person and set them back and put them in a tailspin and create Mm -hmm. all kinds of havoc on their life. Whereas for the other person, they could look at it and say, wow, I learned a lot from that. Now I know what not to do. Let me take all this information and, and help help fuel me forward. Right. So I, that's like a, such a huge considerable in all of this. Like, I guess it kind of depends on the person you're dealing with, which I think is part of the answer to this question. It's a personality thing. Cause let's say these two imaginary people, let's say both of them are in jobs they're not happy with. They both have a dream to do something different and it could be whatever. One wants to be a dancer. One wants to be a poet. One wants to be an athlete, whatever. It doesn't really matter. And they both decide to take the leap. One person, even when they, and let's say they both fail at the same time, like it doesn't work out for them. You're saying from what you just said, that depending on the mindset or the personality of that person, one one of them will take on the lessons of the failure or the experience of that failure and move on in a different direction versus the person who let's say that first person is the likely person to be like, no, you know, I'm just going to, I'm not going to try. I I know I could have been great, but I'm not going to try. That person may operate from a different mindset and maybe make different choices to the other person. I don't know if we're being very vague here, but do you follow what I'm saying? Yes. I was just thinking of it as in that other person would have been the person that does not have the mindset of like failure is a positive thing and that I could learn something from this. Yeah. That they would think I just failed and this is awful and my life is basically over and now I'm depressed and I don't feel like trying anything. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what I was trying to get to. For those. Okay. Okay. Then yes. Yes. (laughs) This is the difference of having a conversation at four in the afternoon versus (laughs) 8.30 in the morning. You you were there. You were there. We just, yeah, you were there. You were there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, and, but now we're kind of just like digging into real specifics of like these individual people rather than this overall idea. Right. I mean, for argument's sake, I agree with everything that we've been talking about. And I do think that that has a big impact on it. And I agree with you that there are certain people where their attitude in life and their perspective and their mindset, yes, they would probably be better off believing like, oh, I could do that, but I'm not going to. Mm. There are certainly people in that camp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not one of them, I guess. Is Yeah. Same page. I I feel I'm in that same camp too. I think the decisions I've made, you know, leaving teaching, going into entrepreneurship, 
I would say with confidence at this point in my life puts me in the camp of preferring to try doing, doing, taking action. (laughs) So like we both say that and, and I believe it, Mm -hmm. but then I also kind of was thinking as I was preparing for this episode, like, is there something to to challenge myself? Right. I like it. Is there something in my life that I'm not doing for fear of failing? So maybe, you know, something that I feel more comfortable believing that I could do versus doing it and failing. So basically flipping it. Okay, we're in the camp of like, try it and fail for sure. But are there certain things in our life that we're not doing? I like that. You're asking yourself the hard question because it's easy to say, yeah, I'm definitely in this camp. I'm for sure. I'm Yeah. So do you have something? Well, funny that you ask, because I know we've been talking about all the books I've been reading of late, and I did start a new book just a couple of days ago. It's called The Artist's Way. I got this book for Christmas mm-hmm. by Julia, yeah, a book by Julia Cameron. I'd heard so much about this book. Essentially, it's a 12-week program that you do through this, through reading the book, through doing the exercises, all with the intention to unblock creativity. The reason I bring up this book in relation to your question is that I think creativity has been one of my potentials. Yes, fe- uh, oh, no, yeah. how, how are you going to say yeah. it? Well, I was going to say a fear. A you fear. Know, something yeah. that. Yeah, a fear is a, a fear is a good way of putting it too. And so, yeah. You know, I might have tried different creative. Wow. Now that we're talking about this, I'm thinking about some of the creative type of endeavors that I've tried over the years and quit, whether it be as a 12 year old taking guitar lessons, then quitting, going into film school, not pursuing film, but pursuing starting a business with Omar, uh, which you know, I could say is a creative pursuit for sure. What about you? Okay, yeah. So I definitely came up with a couple of things that I'm not doing for fear of failing. And this was actually quite unexpected. Again, why I love asking ourselves these questions and having these conversations. Because I think I got to the bottom of... I've talked about this on the podcast before, I think. I've run probably a handful of half marathons. The last half marathon that I ran, my goal was to run it in under two hours. And I was like 23 seconds off or something maddening. And I said after that half marathon that I was never going to run a half marathon again. And I think that at that time and the story that I've told myself is that it was really hard on my body. I did have a tough time training for that last one that I did. I got really bad shin splints. I dealt with some plantar fasciitis. So I kind of always had this thought in my mind that like, okay, my days of running half marathons are over. But in the context of this conversation, I kind of wonder if it's not something that I've said that I won't do because I'm afraid that I won't be able to get under those two hours. Oh, this is, yeah. Thank you for sharing this because this is very, this is honest. And this is, I think the honest questions that I'm all in on asking and, and answering and digging deep. And I think 
Now, friends listening, these are good questions to ask ourselves. And I don't know how many people do that um, in general. So, ooh. Yeah, it kind of made me think of, too, like how many things we do this with, right? We kind of tell ourselves these stories of why we're not doing it, which is a little different to, you know, kind of what this topic is. We're saying, is it one or the other? Am I better off believing that I could have made it or trying but failing? But I don't know. I think I'm coming to realize that a lot of what sits in that camp Mm -hmm. of are you better off believing I could have made it is a lot of the stories that we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the fear of failure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which remains to be seen. I do wonder, you know, I'm keen to see this documentary, but I do wonder if it will come down to the inaction of, you know, the, the mindset of, oh, I could have been great that that mindset that really drives maybe inaction and not taking um you know Mm -hmm. not moving forward and whether it is you know to fulfill a dream or to go after something does it just sit in fear yeah well I'm really excited (laughs) that you have picked up this book and that you're going to be working through the creativity stuff yeah you said it's 12 weeks 12 weeks she has a little contract that you sign that you make with yourself in terms of committing and part of it is something that I was already doing like one of the commitments to it is uh, what she refers to as the morning pages which is essentially three pages minimum of stream of consciousness journaling so I've been journaling Mm -hmm. on and off so a good thing about this is that I now have to commit to doing this daily and what's different about this type of journaling is that it's a stream of consciousness journaling which I've been doing Mm -hmm. now for a couple of days and it's quite interesting it's very different to the way I would journal uh, regularly and the reason why she's a proponent of this stream of consciousness journaling, not, not not setting any rules or parameters about, you know, oh, I'll journal about. I think there's a bit of a self-consciousness or when maybe you don't journal with that idea of like, I'm just going to not think, I'm not going to put any rules. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to write and see whatever comes out and just continue writing until I decide to stop or, you know, I have to stop. And it's a way to, yeah, unblock and get a lot of stuff out of your mind that is probably blocking you from thinking more creatively, thinking differently. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to to do this. Well, good for you for taking this on. That's a big commitment, and I'm excited to hear how it goes. It's about an hour a day, which is already not too much of an interference in my regular day because I get up early, so. I don't feel mm-hmm. I don't feel the guilt of this taking away from any of my other responsibilities or duties, but I think the pursuit of it is is going to be worthwhile. To, to definitely, challenge. yeah. Well, it's a great example of something that maybe previously you weren't, you know, really fulfilling these creative desires for fear that you weren't a creative right. person, and now here you go, you're doing it. So stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm really glad that you and Omar had this conversation so that we could have this conversation. Thanks so much for bringing this topic up. You're welcome. Lots of food for thought, lots of reflection and ponderings. Yeah. 
And friends, we hope that you enjoyed it as well. As we close out our chat on believing you can do something versus trying and failing. We hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And dear friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.